If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome, everybody. Thursday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show starts right now. We got aliens, indictments, and constitutional crises. Oh, my, a lot we are going to cover over the course of today. Appreciate all the... All the feedback. Uh, it turns out, Clay, people get fired up about dogs in terms of response, but UFOs even more so when we look at our inbox for our VIPs and uh, and other ways people are contacting Does everyone us. still hate you for being so anti-alien? Absolutely not. Some people appreciate that I live in reality and don't just say things that people are saying because they're saying them, Clay. There's a little bit of... A little bit of Team Buck love in the, yeah, little green men were not recovered from a spaceship. I'm just saying... The people have spoken. It's about a 50-50 proposition. So the thing is, yesterday we were getting people called in who had actually been abducted, Clay. So that's why they're obviously going to be. those people on the air. Yeah, they're obviously going to be on Team Clay. They're like, I totally agree with Clay. I had myself was kidnapped by aliens. Anyway, we actually have very, um, we have great guests coming up today. Uh, we'll have some fun with the UFO stuff later. Uh, but we have South Carolina Representative Nancy Mace with us. Uh, that'll be the second hour, third hour. Ohio Senator J.D. Vance and uh, Senator Tuberville will be with us to discuss some things in the realm of, well, news of the day, but also the sports. So we'll, he is a, he is Alabama, not Auburn, right? Just so no, I, no, no, no. I messed this one I up. Mean, he's from the state of Alabama, but remarkably, as an Auburn former head coach, he was elected to the Senate. So uh, Alabama is uh, is the dominant force of athletics, but well, Auburn good. has a big... Yeah, big thing. This is good. I mean, a few million people heard the mistake, but at least the senator will not hear me get the school wrong, and I'm not going to be yelling roll tide to him during the interview. Okay, 
Um, we've got that coming up. Uh, so we've got three guests. We're racked and stacked. But, I mean, the biggest news of the day right now, it's blaring across Fox News. It's it's all over the place. Uh, we knew it was coming. It is happening. Just a question of what hour it finally comes down. Trump lawyers meet with special counsel today ahead of a likely indictment relating to January 6th. Now, let's just get into some of these details, and we'll get into the analysis momentarily. So lawyers from President for President Trump met with special counsel Jack Smith and the rest of the lawyers that he has in D.C. today already. And this is clearly to tell them this is what's happening. It is it is coming. The uh, federal grand jury is also meeting today at a courthouse in Washington, D.C. So the timeline looks like. Now, we remember that we've already had one of these, right? We sort of knew it was coming on Thursday, and it ended up, and the official indictment got dropped, the text of the indictment, everything else, on Friday the next day. Likely, that seems to be the same schedule that we're going to see here. It may come down today while we are on the show, so we'll be following that very closely, and if it drops, we'll read through the indictment at super speed and make sure that we break down all the elements of it. But, Clay... I do think there's a moment of of just step back and look at this. So Trump is number one in the polls for the Republican Party right now by by a huge margin, by a, a margin that honestly I think even surprises people that thought Trump was going to be the nominee. I don't think they thought yeah. that he'd be at fifty percent in July, but maybe you know maybe they did. Um, he's way out ahead. He has a just to review for everybody a criminal indictment that has been filed. Uh, he's facing criminal charges in New York from Alvin Bragg. He has a civil trial from Letissa James in the state of New York. He has a federal criminal trial in South Florida. It's going to be up in Stewart, Florida, that courthouse, are relating to Mar-a-Lago documents. The imminent January 6th charges, which we it's it's happening, folks, right? I mean, there's no <laughs> the special counsel is not going to be like, you know what? I've decided I'm not going to try to tear the country down for the Democrats. Um, and then also there's probably going to be the uh, Fanny, Fanny Willis, uh, Atlanta indictment in a matter of weeks. Th- this is crazy. I mean, I do think there's just a moment of it's not even just about the political argument. It's what are they doing? I think every bite of the apple, so to speak, it becomes less of a story. But I think it is important to recognize that we are living in such unprecedented times that the President of the United States is going to face four different criminal trials in four different jurisdictions, New York, Georgia, Washington, D.C., and South Florida. And they are desperately they are desperately attempting to lock down Trump in courtrooms for most of 2024. We know, I don't know, I can't remember off the top of my head, Buck, the official starting date in New York City, but that is slotted sometime in March. Uh, and then the May 20th, date is set for the South Florida uh, trial right now. And it seems to me, Buck, like there may be jockeying inside of D.C. and Atlanta over who would be the next team up, so to speak, to get their bite at that apple. Um, I think that they will try uh, to get that Trump D.C. trial done in the... that This is going to be the battle, right? right, Buck? The battle is going to be can they get in DC in particular this trial in front of 
uh, the, the D.C. jury before Election Day. That's what Jack Smith wants. That's what the Democrats want. Uh, they've got it now in South Florida. I actually think I talked with DeSantis about this a couple days ago, Buck. Uh, I think he said he won the jurisdiction that Trump is going to be in by 20 points. DeSantis did. So the jury there is going to be slanted to the extent that it exists uh, in, in a fair way in Trump's favor. The jury in D.C. is is going to convict Trump. They're going to convict Trump of whatever is put in front of them, which is why they want that forum. And I, I think it's it's uh, pretty clear at this point that what you have is a now to be clear, I believe Clay believes that these are politicized indictments of Trump and that this is being done for I mean, I think everyone knows that. Right. But what I'm saying here is the South Florida on purely procedural grounds of the documents and obstruction. You know, it's it's kind of rinky dink stuff. It's uh, you know, it shouldn't have been brought, but they're going to be able to convince a jury that he shouldn't have. had. You know, I should say it's easier for them to convince a jury that he should have had that stuff. But I think the jury is more favorable toward him. Right. I, I think yeah, the jury I, is going to be. I don't think he'll get convicted. This is me on the record. I don't think he'll get convicted, Buck, in South Florida. And I think Trump could take that as a valedictory argument of how political this prosecution was if that were the only trial to happen uh in 2024 well well, what i think is going to happen is he's i I would i agree that that i don't think he's going to get convicted in florida i think the florida jury all you need is one person who sees this for what it is and basically nullifies worst case basis i think you could have a hung jury yeah Um, i think that's possible that's what i think will happen yeah that could happen but you might also get but i do not see a conviction in south florida even though if you're going to be a legal formalist about it, you know, there's a little more grounds on the document thing. Um, you know, anyway, and we know that it's politicized, but I'm just saying the January 6th charges, we haven't seen them yet. They're likely to be really political charges masquerading entirely as, yes. uh, as criminal charges, you know, conspiracy of some kind to do something because of what Trump said or conspiracy to overturn an election because he wanted to challenge results in different places. They went to court. They, they, they went through processes. But to your point, he's going to have a far more um, antagonistic jury pool yes. in probably, let's be honest, the worst jury pool in America for Donald Trump most likely is Washington, D.C. I mean, just based on political affiliation. OK, you could argue maybe San Francisco, but, in, you know, the, the Democrat percentages are basically the same. Ninety five, ninety six percent in the last election. Yeah, and they, Buck, it'll be interesting on this timing because it's all about the timing. I obviously want to read the indictment because we read the indictment of Alvin Bragg and we said this is total garbage. And I think most people have just almost forgotten about the Alvin Bragg case because it is such total garbage. And then we looked at the indictment, as you just said, on South Florida, and we said, okay, this may be, it's a process-based crime. It shouldn't have been brought, but you can see how there is a violation based on the evidence that they laid out. And again, remember, this is a dispute about who has the right to keep papers. This is not uh, some some massive uh, a criminal undertaking. Right. And then we'll see what this indictment reads like. But, but I think the most likely conviction is going to be Washington, D.C., the actual most perilous of the allegations from a criminal perspective is South Florida. So this is where we are. We all need to take a moment. The Democrats have effectively already set up a system 
They've already put the machinery in place to make it impossible for the Republicans to have a fair primary. Let's just be honest about it. Now, meaning that there's all these influences that are coming into it of a political in a political sense. And people could say, well, we're, at least we're getting if you think Trump is still is, is absolutely the right guy. I'm not saying that the primary is being delivered to him or not. In this instance, what I'm saying is he's going to have to spend a lot of time and money and energy meeting with lawyers and dealing with all this crap. Right. So there's no way around that. The process is the punishment. It's very hard to look at this as anything other than, uh, you know, knocking the train off the tracks for the Republicans in 2024, or at least an effort to. And, you know, we've had all this stuff, Clay, about they didn't accept Hillary's loss in 2016. And then they say, well, Trump didn't accept his loss in 2020. But then Biden comes in and is supposed to be a unifier. The chance after all of this that if it is Trump and Biden, which it looks like it will be, I know either of those could switch. But if it is Trump and Biden, the chance that Trump voters will think that they got a fair shot, given all this legal stuff, if he loses, is very small. I, I think we all know that that's, that's where this is heading, right? There are going to be people who are just saying to themselves, how could we... If this were happening in Denmark, if this were happening in Botswana, would we say this is a fair election? You know what I mean? No. If, if we were not. looking at this externally, there's no chance we would say it's a fair election. Well, I mean, think about how many times you've heard left-wingers in this country talk about how unfairly Vladimir Putin has treated... What's the guy's name who's in prison right now, who's the op- primary opposition figure? Oh, um... Uh, wait, hold Staff, on. help us out. We, we both are blanking on the guy's name, but... That's basically what Biden is trying to do to Trump. He's trying to take his Navalny. Chief... Navalny. It came. Yes, sorry, Navalny. Navalny. Thank yeah. you. I didn't even uh, get the type trying... of that. There we go. Think about how many times you've heard and read uh, in the United States people talk about how unfair it is in Russia because Vladimir Putin put Navalny, his chief political rival, in prison and isn't allowing him to be able to compete for the affections of the Russian people. Isn't that exactly what Joe Biden's Department of Justice is trying to do to Trump? And also Just, look at look at all these char- look at all these charges. And and yeah. I'm sorry, but we can't stop uh, ourselves from looking at at what happens. We talk about the system. You talk about the the apparatus. Hunter Biden is 100 percent guilty of felonies. It is obvious. We all know it. It could be any more clear. And he was about to plead to lesser versions of the crimes that we all know that he committed yesterday but because he didn't get and i didn't know this wasn't supposed to be a part of the deal because he didn't get immunity from a future unindicted yet crime. that wasn't reported they were trying to hide right. that buck they were trying to hide that so this is just whoever yes. understands they were gonna get this thing through i think clay i think they were gonna get the but sweetheart the deal. judge and but the judge was like hold on a second i'm supposed to stomach this preposterously uh, gentle deal for you know this favoritism for Hunter Biden, and I'm supposed to bar a future prosecutor from bringing an indictment for a crime that hasn't even been indicted by anybody yet. Like that is just insane. And they yes. pushed, you know, they they wanted too much. They got greedy. They wanted to get out of jail present and future card. Now I just bring it up because you look at that, and you look at the stuff that they're coming after Donald Trump for, and. You can hate somebody could say, I despise Trump. I'll never vote for him again. I'm a Democrat, whatever. It is impossible to look at what they've done to Donald Trump and not recognize this is a political hit job. It's just impossible. I mean, people can lie about how they don't see it. But even the like the Alvin Bragg charges, for example, 
people who hate Trump, who don't want to totally make a mockery of themselves in public, were saying, yeah, that's just a joke. Yes. And well, we, we're going to continue to break this down as we move through. But the, the we've never, I don't think, in most of our lives, ever seen two tiers of justice, the likes of which we saw play out yesterday in that Delaware courthouse and what we may well see soon play out in this Washington, D.C. courthouse. Big props to Pure Talk for looking after their existing users while making a similar offer to those thinking of making the switch to them from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile. They've increased the amount of data available on their monthly plans without any price increases at all. Their most popular plan, 20 bucks a month for unlimited calls, texts, and now an even bigger amount of data. Pure Talk also just added a mobile hotspot with each plan. No price increases whatsoever. Think of this $20 monthly price as you pay your next cell phone bill, which has to be $50 or more. Uh, most families saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, to make the switch to Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Make the switch to Pure Talk today. The supply chain of smarts, sanity, and truth. Uninterrupted. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver i just don't understand have we already forgotten about regional bank closures inflation global instability and the potential for serious world conflicts you can look to precious metals for various reasons one having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan two diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. 
all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash clay. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I believe we have Congresswoman Nancy Mace with us right now to talk about why Buck's so wrong about aliens. But first, uh, Donald Trump just posted on Truth Social. We've been talking about this latest potential indictment coming in Washington, D.C. I want to give it to all of you, and I also want to get Congressman Mace's uh, thoughts on this. My attorneys had a productive meeting with the DOJ this morning explaining in detail that I did nothing wrong, was advised by many lawyers, and that an indictment of me would only further destroy our country. No indication of notice was given during the meeting. Do not trust the fake news on anything! Exclamation point. Uh, Congresswoman uh, Nancy Mace with us now. That just came down from Donald Trump. I know you haven't always agreed with Donald Trump on everything, but I bet you will Mm -hmm. agree that another indictment, this one coming in Washington, D.C., would not be good for the nation. How would you assess the latest potential indictment? Well, it's not good for the nation. It's not good for democracy when the president's administration is arresting his number one political opponent. That's not good for anybody in the short term or the long term. And it's not healthy for our country. It's very divisive. And um, we've got to move forward and unify our country at some point after the nomination process. And this is not the way to do it. Congresswoman Mace, um, what do you think about what happened yesterday with uh, Hunter Biden trying to get not just a sweetheart plea deal for charges that have been brought formally in an indictment, but to get immunity from the possibility of a future federal felony indictment and the judge decided that that was just too much to stomach what do you think of that and and what happens next thank god for the judge in this case who saw it for what it was his plea deal and this guy wanted to be to get off on any crime for anything for any reason at any point in his life for in perpetuity forever in the future and that's not how this works i mean this sweetheart deal that he got is highly unusual for anyone to get if you're doing a plea deal in the middle of an investigation. And so, um, you know, thank God that she did the right thing. And I also want to know, too, is what is he being investigated for? Is it be is it for operating illegally as a foreign agent? Is it for bribery? Is it for money laundering? Racketeering? Like, what's all this for? And so um, we have a lot more questions today than we had yesterday. But I'm just so thankful that the judge was very fair and unbiased in this case so far. All right, you went viral yesterday for a question that you asked in the UFO hearing. Our mm-hmm. audience hates Buck because of his reaction <laughs> to this question. So, okay. uh, can we? I, I know we just played it, but I think well, I think probably everybody remembers it. So, were you? Uh, this is like uh, the okay. Well, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, Clay. <laughs> Congressman Mace, it's very straightforward. What is your feeling? What did you think when this guy told you he removed aliens from the downed spacecraft under oath in front of Congress? Well, I will tell you, I, I don't know if you could tell on the tape yesterday, but that was my last question in the hearing was asked, well, if you have the craft, do we have the bodies of the pilots? Nobody had asked that question in hours of testimony. And then I was sort of 
jaw dropped on the floor, shocked that he answered in the affirmative. And I was like, how do you come, how do you come back from that? And then asking is it human or non-human? I don't really know. And I haven't taken a position or an opinion on it. But I would also, you know, if I had five more minutes, I'd want to ask about, is this AI? Is this like, is non-human? Does that mean artificial intelligence? And if we develop that, how advanced is our technology, et cetera. But I was sort of, uh, you know, stopped in my tracks when it happened. I was kind of laughing at myself a little bit too, that I was like, oh my gosh, how do you, I don't know how you come back from that. <laughs> no, I think it's so. probably one of the most famous questions that's been asked in a congressional hearing in, 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 a, in a long, long time. <laughs> yeah. and it obviously went super viral. So here's the question. Do you believe that aliens, this was a big topic on the show yesterday. Do you believe that aliens have ever visited Earth? I am going to have to see the evidence. When I say evidence, see? Like, I'm going to actually She's team buck. Have to, like, touch a thing and see it and, and see if it's actually real because uh, it's so far out of this world. But I'm not saying it is out of the realm of possibility, but I'd have to see the evidence to prove that it actually I, I, I'm just going to be honest I with you. Say, Congresswoman Mace is making a lot on. of sense here, and I really appreciate her taking this topic <laughs> with the kind of erudition and, uh, and you know, intellectual touch that it needs, Clay. I thought when you came on that the audience was going to love you. I'm disappointed, Congresswoman. The audience is now. I mean, you're on Buck's side with everybody hating you. Can I be Clay even ran a poll? It was 50 50. It's, it's half and half, Congresswoman. I am on everybody's side on this one, but I have to tell you, like, it's not about little green men. If you think about it, this is about technology. This is about energy. If we, if there really are craft, aircraft, spacecraft that are defying the laws of physics, what kind of energy are they harnessing and using? And it's also about national security, but it's also it's about funneling money. Like if we're devoting funds to this, billions or billions of dollars to some kind of retrieval program, well, how is that happening? And who has the bodies? Like, is it the government or is it contractors, et cetera? Like, I have so many more questions. I can't wait to get in a skiff with David Grush because five minutes for one member of Congress to ask these questions just isn't enough. Can I can I ask you, Congresswoman? Also, uh, mm-hmm. are, are there documents? Because this is you know this is where I start to make some concessions to you know the X Files crowd out there. Are there documents mm-hmm. relating to anything, whether you know technology, UFO stuff, UFO sightings that are really old at this point and still classified that you think the public should be able to see, and that you're a little bit uh, uh, perplexed as to why they're still kept under in, in a classified status. I have not seen any yet, but once I get that list from David Grush, because he said he would give us a list of friendly and hostile witnesses at the end of my questioning, um, because then I want to get into a skip and see, well, what classified information do we have? How are these individuals, entities, organizations, government agencies or contractors involved in any of this so that we can get to that next step? Because I do believe that we need to have uh, more inquiries into this, more discussion, more investigation, whether that, and hopefully that would be in a public setting, but I would even take information in a private setting to better understand what is actually and truly really going on. All right, couple of things here. One, my wife has just weighed in, so I'm going to read her text message, Buck. <laughs> How okay. are we so sure aliens haven't landed in other countries? Maybe those other countries just have never revealed that information, or maybe it's like the scrolls, and they're already living among us, so at least she's on my side here. All right, I just I'm, I'm give Laura Travis credit, and this also brings uh, Congresswoman. You went viral yesterday. I bet this combo has never happened. You went viral yesterday for asking whether aliens had ever been pulled out of crashed spacecraft. 
you now have gone viral for saying that you went to a prayer breakfast this morning instead of having sex with your partner. <laughs> Which was the more unexpected one to go viral in back-to-back days oh. for? Yeah, I can't. I can't write this. <laughs> like, I can't. It's uh, it's wild to me. I couldn't curse at the prayer back breakfast, so I had a very, very <laughs> personal story. Everyone knew it was a joke, and it was hilarious. And we were all in stitches. Some people were in tears. They were laughing so hard. But it's real. I mean, there there is technically sex in the Bible, but it is real and it's funny. And I think what's lacking in politics today is people. They're so over rehearsed. They're so practiced in what people expect them to say and what people want to hear, but they aren't really honest about their lives. And I don't live a perfect life. (laughs) I go to church because I'm a sinner, not because I'm a saint. And I'm very open with people about the experiences that I have. And uh, we all had a very good laugh. Even Tim Scott, he took it in in stride. My pastor was there, and I'll see him in church on Sunday begging for forgiveness. But we had a great time and loved the prayer breakfast. Are you sometimes surprised by what goes viral? I am. And for me, it's not like I'm not like I'm not taking boards into a hearing showing nudes of the president's son. Like I'm not purposely doing anything that is intentional. Like I'm just being me. I'm just being myself because I think people appreciate the honesty, the vulnerability, the authenticity. And it does surprise me when we do things that are just very human, very normal. But it just is so abnormal in today's world that it goes then goes viral. It's kind of it is funny to me. Congresswoman Mace, appreciate you weighing in and letting everybody know that you are still skeptical of little green men being pulled out of a spaceship like I am. Great to have you on the program. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. All right. She's great. I I, I really, I mean, we've had her on the show a couple of times, Buck, and it's amazing how many people can have normal conversations in politics and how many people just sound like robots. I don't know if yeah. it's they're so terrified, the programming. I, I do think she's right about there being a desperate craving for authenticity. And so many of our politicians, frankly, cannot deliver on just being authentic, which reminds me, like, remember Mitt Romney, like, eating the hot dog with the hot dog tie and the hot dog baseball cap? It's so ridiculously over the top how inauthentic that could be when you're just talking about friggin' hot dogs. Yeah. It's very true. I don't get it. Anyway, she's great. Uh, in the meantime, you know a company's looking out for you, and they actually upgrade your service without charging you for it. Uh, Pure Talk's done just that. They've upgraded the amount of data on their monthly plans, 100% of their existing customers making the same new higher level available to new customers. If you've been thinking about switching from AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, moving your cell phone service to the company, I use Pure Talk. Now's the time. Their plan, just 20 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, now 50% more 5G data, plus mobile hotspots, just $20 a month. Pure Talk, veteran-owned company, one that insists on having an all-U.S.-based customer service team. Most families saving almost $1,000 a year while enjoying the most dependable 5G network in America. Dial pound. 250 say clay and buck to make the switch to pure talk you'll save an additional 50 percent off your first month again dial pound 250 say clay and buck make the switch to my cell phone company pure talk today get to know the guys outside the issues sunday hang with clay and buck a new podcast find it on the iheart app or wherever you get your podcasts for tommy tuberville of the great state of alabama we got a lot to dive into with him Let's start off right here, um, off the top, Senator. 
When you look at all of the revelations that continue to come out surrounding Joe Biden, I know that whether or not impeachment should exist is a House decision in the first place. But have you ever seen anything like the allegations of criminal uh, behavior that we've seen from the Biden family in the last several months? Well, I have not, not in my lifetime. Uh, and they, it continues to get worse, Clay. It's uh, it's just amazing. It's been hidden. You know, the mainstream media has done this to our country. Uh, this should have been out a long time ago. You know, the laptop came out. And of course, they hid that just for the election. But uh, I hate the country is getting ready to have to go through something that we shouldn't have to go through. Um, you know, the leaders at the top uh, should be crystal clear in terms of what they've done, how they've done it, should be vetted thoroughly before, especially when you run for senator or Congress or president of the United States. And it was a lot of cover-up. And it's just sad for our country. It's sad for you know where our media stands as we speak. And uh, again, we're getting ready to go through something that is unprecedented in this country. And uh, unfortunately, it's going to have to be done. Senator Tupperville, appreciate you being with us. Um, what do you think is the proper response? Obviously, you don't have a majority in the Senate, so Senate power can't help very much. But this uh, this Trump indictment, um, I, I, I know uh, as we speak, you haven't seen it yet. We don't you don't know exactly what's in it, um, but it's coming. We all know that. What do you think about the fact that we have a president who or I'm sorry, a presidential candidate and leading presidential candidate right now? Who's facing multiple criminal indictments in an election year? Well, they've been after him for six, seven years, and most of it has not stuck whatsoever. Uh, I'm a big Trump fan. Uh, I'm a believer even more since I've been here for two and a half years. We have to have somebody in the White House that believes in our country. Uh, basically, what we've got now, guys, is we've got America versus uh, anti-Americans, and it is just—it's gotten simply to that point. It's just true vanilla. Uh, it's it's uh, people that want to change this country. Uh, President Trump will be probably be indicted maybe one, two or three more times. They cannot have him run and win because he threw a, a wrench into their uh, their engine last time uh, when he beat Hillary Clinton. And uh, they were just going to continue on with Barack Obama's uh, complete uh, socialist agenda. So it is. Uh, yeah, again, it's just, I hate it for our country. We're dead broke. We're 32 trillion in debt. We've got the animals running a zoo up here. Now, we've got some good people. Uh, I will say that. But we also got a lot of people that want to completely change this country from what it is to something else. They don't want to go by the Constitution. They lie every time they open their mouth. Now, this is some people, and they continue to attack people that love this country. They attack me every day, but I'm fine with that. I mean, it, I ran for this knowing that I, I expected to be attacked. But the American people don't deserve this. And it's just something that, unfortunately, we've got to go through it, but we've got to get this country back on the right track. We're off the rails as we speak, and uh, we've got huge problems being broke. We, we're on the cusp of, of a major war, World War Three, and then if you just look at the things going within our country, we we don't have control. There's no security in our country. People don't feel safe. We've got to get back to the country that we all know and love that's been with us for 247 years and go by the dang Constitution and quit breaking it every day. 
We're talking to Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama. We're number one in Birmingham. We appreciate everybody listening down there. Uh, and you are working right now with Joe Manchin um, on name, image, and likeness legislation. This would impact uh, how all college athletes are able to be compensated. Before I get into that, uh, Joe Manchin, do you think, based on your relationship with him, that he's going to run for president? Do you think he's going to run for governor, back to try to run for the Senate? What do you think he's going to do next year? I ask him every day. I can't get it out of him. Uh, <laughs> I, I think he, he really feels like he, he, he's done his service in the Senate. I, I would not be shocked if he doesn't run for the no league or no name party, whatever they're calling it. Uh, Joe's a good person. He's a good American. He believes in the country. He believes in the Constitution. Uh, but, uh, you know, you just don't know where, where these people are going to go up here. It's a, it's a different world. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pick a direction and a road that which you think you can help the most. Joe's done some good up here. He's done some good since he's been here. He's been a, in politics a long time, but he's getting to the point where it might be time to go play golf and, uh, run around with the grandkids or do something else. But again, you'll have to ask him that question. All right. So you have been a head football coach, I believe at Ole Miss, at Auburn, at Texas Tech and Cincinnati. Uh, I remember off the top of my head, uh, NIL for people out there who don't know, uh, individual college athletes are now able to make money off of their name, image and likeness, which is the acronym NIL. As a result, there are a lot of different state laws. Uh, there's a different law in California than there might be in Florida, than New York and, uh, and Alabama, all these different places. What are you guys trying to do succinctly for people out there that would federalize in some way one overarching rule, I believe, as it would pertain to NIL? You're exactly right, Clay. First of all, we want to save college sports because it's, it's, it's what people love in our country. And it's something that has not been been corrupted, so to speak. First of all, I'd like to say this. I spent 40 years in it. I understand it. I understand that these athletes, men and women, do a great service, but it's also they are, are well rewarded for what they do in terms of scholarship, money given from the schools. They already make some money, but I'm not against athletes making more money. I, I'm, I'm for that if, if they deserve it. What we want to do, Joe Manchin and I, we set out over a year ago to say, okay, let's help the situation. Now, this is not Joe Manchin's bill. This is not uh, Coach Turberville's bill. This is this bill that we have written has come from working with athletic directors, presidents, NCAA, coaches, players, all people involved. And it's it it has evolved very many times. We've written it up. We've started over. We've done other things. Actually, we had a bill done about a month ago. Then we had an influx of coaches coming from all over the country, all conferences. And we told them, go to your congressman, go to your senator, give them advice uh, of, of what you think uh, it needs to be done. And let's, if we need to change this bill, let's do it. And we did. There were some good things that they brought to us. And so we changed it again. We feel like we've got the best bill now, not to go overboard on the rules. Now, if I can remember the day back when I was coaching, the NCAA rule book on recruiting looked like a Sears catalog. I mean, the thing was three or four inches thick. We do not need that. We need basic rules coming from the federal government. And then after that, if we can get this passed, let the NCAA and the people involved add to that how they want. But what we want to do is make sure all 50 states go by the same basic rules. And right now we've, we've got uh, the wild, wild west going on 
and we have to get control. There are two things I wanted to make sure we did. Number one, get money out of recruiting. The NIL from the Supreme Court had nothing to do with recruiting money and kids to universities. NIL says you can make money off your name, image, and likeness once you get to the school. And then if you uh, do that, fine, go out and, and make as much money as you want. We have to put education and the student athlete first. Money needs to come third. And if we don't go in that, in that order, we're gonna lose it. We're gonna lose women's sports. We're gonna lose Olympic sports. Uh, football will survive, basketball will survive, but the other sports are gonna have a hard time making it because they're not gonna have any funds to make it. Senator Chopperville, what do you think the role of the federal government should be, of the, of the legislative branch, obviously, House, the Senate, um, in dealing with the uh, gender in sports issue that has been created by the left in recent years where you have biological males competing against females? Uh, do you think that there's a, a legislative role that needs to be adopted here? Well, they're having hearings on it today in the House. Uh it's a shame we have to even approach this or even think about this idea of a biological boy or a man participating in women's sports. It makes no sense. It's not fair. It's not safe. And it's downright wrong. And uh, we've lost all common sense when it comes to that. You've got you've got athletes, women athletes. Now they're one uh, that's getting ready to retire, that's playing in this women's soccer league right now. And uh, she's all for uh, boys playing in women's sports only for the fact that she's retiring. Had they been able to play when she was in it, she'd be working at a grocery store or something. I mean, these biological boys and men will take over women's sports if allowed to do that. We're going to fight it tooth and nail. We need women's sports. We need men's sports. They need to be separate. Again, it is not safe to let them participate against each other. And we want to make sure we give women and young girls the opportunities, the same opportunity that Title IX gives them as of boys. Senator, uh, as we roll into college football season, I'm just curious, um, how much college football talk is there in the in the Senate? Like, leave aside politics. I bet Joe Manchin, I think he's a big West Virginia Mountaineer fan, leaving aside the fact Democrat, Republican, everything else. How much college football, how much sports talk in general is there in the Senate when you guys take a break from the political realm of the day? Oh, there's quite a bit. You'd be, you'd be amazed. Uh, the college sports much more than, than, uh, professional sports because everybody obviously is from their, they have their home state or where they went to school. Uh, they have to campaign. Uh, they have to know a lot about sports at the universities, all, not just one or two universities, but all the universities in their states. So yeah, we, we, uh, we have a lot of conversation about, uh, about all the sports. And again, there's, there's a, a lot of talk about this transgender movement, and I haven't heard many people that even we would even consider this on the Republican side. Now, on the Democratic side, they fall in in line like like ducks walking behind each other. They, I know most of them don't believe in it because they got daughters or granddaughters that don't want this to happen to them. But they let politics get involved, and if we don't get politics out of this, out of sports and this transgender uh, uh, movement. And we're going to have huge problems and very uh, uh, important problems that I don't know whether we can solve them down the road. But, yes, we do have quite a bit of talk about sports uh, on the Senate floor, in the cloakroom, and in our hearing rooms. Well, Senator Trubberville, appreciate you being with us, sir. Uh, thanks very much. Thank you.
Organizations doing great work should be supported, particularly those working on a nonprofit basis. Preborn's network of clinics is one of them. The team of people working in their clinics nationwide collectively are saving the lives of 200 unborn children a day on average. They do that by meeting and befriending pregnant mothers deciding between life and death for their unborn child. By earning their trust, offering support, and introducing them to the child they're carrying with an ultrasound, many mothers make the decision to choose life for that unborn baby. One ultrasound is just $28 to save a life. If you believe in what preborn stands for and does each and every day to bring life into this world, please make a donation of any amount, whether it's $28 or more. You can do so with your cell phone. Remember, one $28 donation will provide an ultrasound, uh, ultrasound that is likely to save a baby's life. Just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby, or go online to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K, sponsored by Preborn. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Find every podcast as they're released and listen. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group. GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these types of jobs, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's easy and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone 
or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com slash buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com slash buck. Third hour, Clay and Buck kicks off right now. We are joined by Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio. Senator Vance, appreciate you calling in. Hey, guys, how are you? We're good. We're good. Haven't talked to you in a bit, J.D. Thanks for being here. Um, let's... Uh, Look, there's a few things we want to get to on the legislative side, visa overstays, the Ukraine accounting amendments, some stuff you're working on. But as you know, you saw this morning, there's the meeting between Trump attorneys and the special counsel, Jack Smith, in relation to January 6th. What's your sense of of what's happening here and, and what are your expectations in the days ahead? Well, look, I think Trump will get indicted for something related to January 6th. It'll be a complete sham, of course. The the entire prosecution is predicated on a false idea of what Trump did on January the 6th. He never encouraged any violence. In fact, he actively encouraged the protesters to stay peaceful. Uh, but this is useful for the Biden folks politically. I, I you know, I, I tend to buy the idea that this helps them in the primary. But they're trying to set up this sort of series of facts where the average, you know, pretty low information voter thinks that Donald Trump is a crook and not that, in fact, Joe Biden is a crook and he's using his Department of Justice to go after his political rivals, which is exactly what's happening here. The, the fact that this comes literally the day after uh, the, the, the Hunter Biden plea deal falls apart under just minor investigation by the federal judge there, just a little bit of peeling back the onion, and the entire plea deal fell apart and really, I think, revealed the corruption of the Department of Justice, shocking that this prosecution is coming the day after. Uh, but it, it just shows how brazen these guys are. I mean, they, they know they have the media. They know they have the capacity to tell a story uh, that's totally untrue. So they're just going to shove it down everybody's throats and hopes that, hope that it works out politically. You went to Yale Law School, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Same law school that Hunter Biden went to. I don't know if you guys overlapped at all. Uh, I think he's o- older, so I don't think that would be the case. But when you look at Hunter Biden's resume, we were talking about this earlier. I went to law school, you know, came out 25 years old working to try to pay off my loans like most people who go to law school. Hunter Biden almost immediately went to work for his dad's top campaign donor, MBNA, uh, in-house making hundreds of thousands of dollars. He was making over a million dollars a year of counsel at a big firm. Uh, for a lot of people out there who understand the practice of law, this is this is crazy. And this what they were attempting to ram through yesterday was a protection basically for Hunter Biden not only for failing to pay millions of dollars in taxes but also from any future potential prosecutions that he might face for the bevy of felonies that were embedded in that laptop and while we are talking about the Hunter Biden clear felonies they are trying to put Donald Trump in prison for the rest of his life Purely from a legal perspective, again, with your background, have we ever seen anything like this in American legal history? And what do we have to do to clean all this up? Uh, no, we haven't. And, and I actually did know uh, Hunter at Yale Law School. He was my, my crack dealer for all those late nights uh, that I was I was pulling. Uh, no, I, I obviously, we, we never crossed paths before, uh, ne- never have. But 
Look, here, here's the basic issue. What they're doing with Hunter Biden, and i got to be honest with you, I don't really care about the president's son. I care about the president of the United States. Yeah. And what they're doing by effectively giving Hunter Biden legal immunity for everything related to the crimes committed over the last few years is they're effectively saying we're not going to investigate anymore. So all of the corruption, some of it is, is almost certainly real. Some of it we, we, we can only guess at. But all of that corruption is going to stay hidden because the Department of Justice is giving this guy a get-out-of-jail-free card. So this isn't about Hunter Biden. This is giving Joe Biden a get-out-of-investigation card in the midst of a presidential election while they're simultaneously prosecuting Donald Trump uh, for a couple of different things. Now, I, I have been really fired up about the Donald Trump, the first Jack Smith prosecution of Trump over classified documents because I think it goes to the heart of presidential authority. What they're really saying, everybody admits that Trump could have classified any document that he wanted to. So they're trying to throw him in jail for failing to, to, to dot the I's and cross the T's on his own administration's declassification process. That is insane. Even if you grant everything that they say that Donald Trump did, and by the way, I don't, but even if you do, you're trying to throw the guy in prison because he didn't fill out the right paperwork? That's crazy. And to do it in such a politically charged way, that's the most bizarre thing. Because, look, we, we've seen wrongdoing from the left and from the right over, over the course of American history. Using your own Department of Justice to go after your political opponent, it really is, can't be said enough, banana republic stuff. It is intentional election interference. They, they don't care about whether Donald Trump broke the law. They care about Donald Trump might be able to win re-election as president in 2024. And they're using, I mean, 230 years of goodwill about our law and order system. They're destroying it to prevent the wrong guy from winning in 2024. That's all this is about. We're speaking to Senator Vance of Ohio. And, uh, Senator, the visa overstay legislation you're working on, I mean, this I see here – it would require some immigrants to deposit up to $15,000 to prevent overstay. The, the border is a huge mess, but visa overstays are a big problem, too. Tell us about this. Yeah, so I was sort of stopped, shocked at the scale of this. So you have about 3 million visa overstays. That's 3 million illegal aliens, people who have no right to be in our country, who are saying. And we know, of course, that the Biden administration has rapid expanded the visa program uh, they give people visas. They say, come back, we'll adjudicate your case. Uh, you know, and that never happens. Of course, a lot of these people disappear in some way. So there are all of these different ways in which people overstay their visas. Sometimes they're given legitimate visas to study or so forth, and they just overstay their welcome. Uh, what we're basically proposing is put a little skin in the game so that if they overstay their visa, they lose a lot of resources in the process. It's sort of a self-enforcement mechanism. And it's just, you know, one more tool in the shed we need to enforce our nation's immigration laws. You know, we're, we're really suffering under a global cabal of people who don't think that nations should have borders. You see it in the visa overstay, in the crisis of the southern border. You see it in the lack of borders, not just here, but you see it in other countries as well. There's this entire idea that nations should not be able to select who become citizens, and we have to fight back against that. And this is one one way in which we're trying to give, uh, enforce folks the tools to fight back against the violation of our borders. Senator, I, I, I want to go back to what you were just laying out about um, this attack. And, and I understand there's lots of other things going on, but I, I think it goes to the essence of really our ability to have free and fair elections. 
How do you think Merrick Garland sleeps at night as the attorney general who is in charge of trying to put the chief political adversary of his boss in prison for the rest of his life? I think it is a failure of attorney general dumb status, the likes of which we've never seen in the history of our republic. What do you think is going on there? Is he totally captured? Is he a true believer? How did he end up leading a Department of Justice that would turn its back on all of the history of American justice? So I have a pet theory on this. I, you know, I have no idea if this is true, but I'll, I'll, lay, I'll lay out my, my psychological theory. So Merrick Garland, I met him one time, and he seemed like a totally reasonable guy. You know, not a guy on the Supreme Court, but a totally reasonable guy. This is probably seven or eight years ago. He was nominated to the Supreme Court. His nomination of course, killed by Senate Republicans, as it should have been, and it broke them. I, I think the guy became a full-bore radical in response to that experience, um, and, and he has decided to take it out on the American people and the American system of, of law and order. I mean, you, everything gets caught up, of course, in the 2024 presidential politics, but if you walk through the number of cases, you know, the Catholic pro, pro-life father was arrested like a thug in front, of his, in front of his seven children for the crime of peacefully protesting or the FBI investigations into parents who were protesting at their kids' school board meetings. What you see is a pattern of a Department of Justice that really uses the power of the state for political prosecutions. You can't avoid And this is what Merrick Garland is fundamentally Senator uh, Vance with us right now from Ohio. Appreciate you being with us, sir. Um, what do you think happens with the uh, the, the possible hunter biden plea deal at this point you know it's clay pointed out you went to law school where do you think that goes you know look i i think if you if you really try to what happened yesterday uh i I think there's a lot of evidence that the the hunter biden the prosecutors and the defense attorneys tried to pull one over on a judge who was a lot smarter than they bet and as soon as she started to sort of pull at the thread of that plea deal Everybody realized this was incredible corruption. I don't think that she would have accepted the plea deal. And I think she also revealed the way in which they had hidden what, what the implications were, which, which again, is that it's not just Hunter Biden would go free on those charges, but that they would not investigate him for anything. And that, that's the fundamental problem here. So where do I think this goes? It, I mean, it's, it's tough to say because I think it's clear now this judge is not going to accept the full-scale get-out-of-free-jail card for Hunter and Joe Biden. And so they're going to go back to the drawing board. I'm sure they'll propose something else. If this judge is, is as good as she appears to be, then we may be in a situation where the, the American legal system, while Merrick Garland is putting it under a lot of stress, it's actually working the way that it's meant to. And uh, the DOJ might have to do its job a little bit. That would be a good thing. It would be welcome. I'm not celebrating just yet, but, man, it was a good sign that just very, very minor scrutiny of that deal, and the whole thing blew up. Last question for you, Ukraine. Uh, that we heard a lot about this counteroffensive and how successful it was going to be on behalf of Ukraine. It certainly has not taken off this summer, as I think it's fair to say Zelensky and others would have hoped. What should happen in Ukraine from your perspective for the United States uh, position, and what do you think is happening going forward? Well, look, I think the counteroffensive has been a failure. I take no pleasure in saying that. But, look, this has clearly been there for about a year now. The Russians aren't gaining much ground. The Ukrainians aren't gaining much ground. The question for the United States is, 
do we want a 10-year war of attrition in this region of the world? It'll cause worldwide energy crises. It'll cause worldwide food crises. It'll, of course, kill a lot of innocent people. Do we want that? want to leverage the fact that we're the main funders of the war on the Ukrainian side, use that leverage and bring this thing to a close. The idea that the Ukrainians can continue to fight without our billions of dollars of support is ridiculous. If we wanted to, I think we could bring this war to a close very quickly. I think it's a good sign that, that all of the marquee presidential candidates on the Republican side are sounding the alarm about our long-term investment in Ukraine, that it has to eventually stop. And what I think needs to happen is very simple. President Biden, or whoever succeeds him, to go to Zelensky and say, we've done our part, we've done more than enough, we are done funding the conflict, you need to figure out how to bring this thing to a close. And I think it would take a month uh, if that happened. It really, the war cannot continue without America's support, so I think we should be trying to force a peaceful settlement. He's Senator J.D. Vance from Ohio. Appreciate the time. Have a good weekend, Senator. Thanks, guys. Take care. Uh, If you're in a competitive line of work, guess what? You need every competitive edge to win, and that's exactly what our friends at Chalk provide. This is a Texas-based company full of patriots producing best-in-class nutritional supplements. And look, the one I want to focus on here is the Chalk Male Vitality Stack. Combination, all-natural ingredients that's been proven to replenish, diminish testosterone levels in guys by 20% in just three months' time. Now, again, this is all-natural because testosterone is a primary energy source. We need healthy T-levels for stamina, energy, and focus. Chalk's Male Vitality Stack will help with this. You should go check it out for yourself. I've talked about it. I wish we could send this to the Biden White House so they didn't have to rely on cocaine so much. Uh, I'd like them to take all natural supplements. C-H-O-Q is the website. You can get hooked up right now. That's chalk with a Q, C-H-O-Q dot com. 35% off any chalk subscription for life right now. That's for life. Use my name, Clay, C-L-A-Y, in your purchase process to get that 35% off. One more time, go check it out today. Put some testosterone in your life so you don't end up like the Biden White House. C-H-O-Q, C-H-O-Q, 35% off for life today. Making sense in an insane world. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. FrameBridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast, free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started. That's FrameBridge.com.
Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.